four. Metcalf has been quiet outside of the touchdown catch. Wilson was looking his way, and now has to spin. And Wilson is brought down. Robert Quinn, who has just been a sack machine, leads the NFC second in the NFL with 16 sacks entering today, and he's nearing the Chicago Bears' single-season record. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. That's my guy, Robert Quinn there, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, Paul Aspen hanging out as well. This is BetQL Daily, weekdays 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network, going over some NFL futures, some NBA conversation coming up in a bit. Uh, before we uh, dive into the player futures, if there's any value, what's uh, completely... I'd say shut down, no bets available. We'll go over those in a few minutes. But uh, let's continue talking about these team futures. So we left off with the NFC, uh, where we stand on uh, on the teams there and how it really just feels like, we're, unless you're going to take a long shot, it's really you're looking at Green Bay and Dallas right now. Even though the second favorite in the NFC, the third favorite overall at the moment is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You agree with that, Aaron? Do you think Dallas is there, or we're overreacting to a performance against a crappy Washington team? I mean, so I, I said it in the last segment. I was looking at the Cowboys' schedule this morning, and you know they yeah. they've been beating up on bad teams, and it could be a little bit that you know I do live in Washington, so perhaps there's a little you hate them. Dallas. There's a yeah. little Dallas hater in me. Uh, but listen, they lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the Raiders. They lost to the Broncos. They had that mm-hmm. impressive win over the Patriots. Beating up on the NFC East, not impressive. It's just not. True. Neither is beating the Saints or the Falcons. Um, now, I do think overall their defense is amazing. Dak is playing well. Um, so this does look like a complete team, and I, I feel like I do trust them. Um, I don't know who I trust more, the Packers or the Cowboys, because the Packers, it just feels like Aaron Rodgers is carrying that team, right? Um, And then the Cowboys feel like a more complete team, and the Packers are just always find ways to win. They don't blow out teams, but they just keep finding ways to win, and that's what they do. So I don't know. So playoff teams, they lost the season opener to Tampa Bay, but I think we'd all agree that it was an impressive performance. Yeah. Maybe the Chargers are a playoff team. They beat them by a field goal. Maybe the Eagles are a playoff team. They took them out by 20. The Patriots will be in the playoffs. They went to overtime. They won that one. Uh, you mentioned the Kansas City loss. And, yeah, it's been a lot of a lot of no-name bad teams te- that they've beaten up. A lot of bad We're all- teams. We're- it actually feels like uh, at this stage, and I want to see them test it a little bit. Yes. It actually, it actually feels like we're going to learn something about them off their, because their big win. It seems win. like they have it all there, but when you look at their schedule, it's kind of, yeah. You know. We got Arizona. And even though Arizona arrow pointed way down off a few losses, they're much better than the competition they've had over the last month. Washington, New York Giants, yeah. Washington, New Orleans. So I, I feel like, okay, let's see. Is Dak really back? Is the offense that good or is just... You know, Washington, short week, rough defense, a lot of COVID issues going on with that team. And that was part of uh, the results that we saw on Sunday night. And Trayvon Diggs has, what, 11 interceptions? Micah Parsons playing out of his mind. I mean, the Cowboys have a lot of really good pieces there. 
they just keep creating turnovers on defense. It's been so impressive. So impressive. But if you get the DAC that you saw in the first half, they can beat anybody. They do have that ability. But um, we've yeah. been over it many times. The head coach is always a concern. <laughs> just takes one time. One time. Exactly. <laughs> How about in the AFC side? I think we all agree that Kansas City is uh, the best team in football right now. They're probably going to have your one seed. They're the heavy favorite to do just that. Minus 300, I believe, of Fandle to have the number one seed. And then it's, is it a bunch of teams all on the same tier with Tennessee? Right now, the two. Cincinnati, Buffalo, Indianapolis. Whoa, New England fell to the six after back-to-back losses. Feels like two through six in the AFC. They're all on the same tier. Then you have a a number of teams fighting to get into the playoffs between all of those eight and seven teams, Miami, Baltimore, LA chargers and Las Vegas. Uh, do you agree with me that it's uh, on the top tier? You've got Kansas city. Then on the second tier, you've got seats two through five or two through six rather. Gosh, I don't hate Titans to be the number one seed. They are playing the dolphins and the Texans. Who are the chiefs two remaining okay. games? Cause plus 300 to be the number one seed. Chiefs' last two games are... Bengals and, I believe, Broncos. Both on the road. Ooh. Those are tougher games than what the Titans have in front of them. They have not... What... Okay, so... What if you the... want to take a flyer, the real value with the Titans, plus 800 to win the AFC Championship, Derrick Henry coming back. Hold on a second. I want to go back to your last point, because I think you need to be on something. <laughs> Um, Titans for the number one seed at Cincinnati at Denver for KC. I think they're going to lose one of those games. Don't forget that the Titans beat the chiefs earlier on in the season. And you mentioned the, the soft schedule there at the end. They can sweep. Yeah. I then they'd be the number they one. Wouldn't. They'd be your number one with the head to head. Plus right? 300 Titans to be the number one seed. That's not terrible. Doesn't mean I believe in the Titans or think they're going to do anything in the playoffs, but that'd be a big advantage for them. You know the Chiefs are going to bring their A game these next two games. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. Even if Derrick Henry is back, I don't know about winning the AFC. But who knows? COVID, whatever, at plus 800, it might be worth a little flyer. (laughs) <laughs> Paul, is that something? What do you think? Number one seed in I'm the AFC? Just, I'm fundamentally opposed to believing in the Titans and Ryan Tannehill, I believe. So um, <laughs> I don't hate the argument. It will not be a bet I will be placing um, mm-hmm. just because I will able to throw all the interceptions the next couple of weeks. But oh, that's true. He threw four, true. He threw four against the Texans. Like, I don't well, think that's going to happen Henry again. Back, he won't be needing to throw as much. That's fair. That's a fair point. You got Derek Henry. You got well, AJ just Brown. that I last don't... game of the season. Right. I don't hate it. Um, I feel like we've been on more of the side as a show, just like Titans are kind of fraudulent. Like, will anyone Absolutely. be surprised if they lay an egg against the Dolphins? No. I guess we need... We need the Chiefs to what lose that mile high against a dead Broncos, or the or it's this week basically. Yeah, yeah. We're, you're betting on the Chiefs to lose one of those two games. And can can't the Titans beat the Dolphins in Tennessee and win at Houston and still be 
somewhat fraudulent throughout most yeah, of the yeah. years. I mean, yeah. they could still do that. Yep, absolutely. Which, Is there enough value there? Hmm. <laughs> it's not like, what, plus 800? It's worse. No, the 300 for the number. It's, it's not enough. Oh, it's... Oh. Oh, it's three to 300. one? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, it's a pass for me. Okay. Okay. I just could see it happening. What's that? You could see Oh, I thought happening. you said I have a question. Yeah, but it's changing topics. It's what? It would be changing topics. Oh, okay. If you want to finish our Titan soliloquy. Uh, no, just AFC picture overall. Is there a team that you guys love? You guys know that the team I like is the Colts. I Is it too late to jump on the Cincinnati bandwagon? I think it is. I'm not going to bet on Zach Taylor to beat these other teams uh, in the playoffs. Maybe a year away. I'm sure they're going to be the hot team next year. I just don't think it's quite their time. So here's my question on the Bengals. You read, if you put the Bengals in the Colts uniforms, would we believe in them more? Like We talked about the Stafford stink. Is this just a, the Bengals? can't get past that. I would say the Chargers, but the Chargers always blow it at this time of year and in every way possible, too. So let's do I put get the Frank Bengals Reich the- as coach of the Bengals? That's no, you do not. Is if that Taylor that bad? Is that yeah, Taylor sucks. that bad? Yeah. yeah, he's bad. Why? Let's let's see what they do. Let's see what they do moving forward. Are they going to go back to Mixon, Mixon, Mixon? Or after 525, they realize, hey, this Joe Burrow guy is pretty good, and we have a lot of great receivers. Let's do more of that. He was mixing the passing game. was pretty awesome the other day. I mean, they're I going to track secondary. No, but I'm saying exactly. But I'm saying most of the year, what have they done? Mixing. With Joe Burrow. Yeah. They're just running, running, running. And he's been really good. You know, you know how to put more points on the board? You Joe Burrow's arm. <laughs> Use T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Tyler Boyd. Uh, so I do have concerns. Okay. If you're Zach Taylor, he's going up against Andy Reid. Zach Taylor going up against Bill Belcher. How do you feel about that? Not great. Who do you feel Even good about in that spot? So you feel good about Frank Reich in that spot. I mean, the, the list is short. You don't feel good about Mike McCarthy in that spot. You feel good about Matt LaFleur in that spot. And I know I'm, like, just kind of pulling other coaches we names out there. Yeah. How many guys do you feel good about in that spot, I guess? Yeah. Sean McVay? No, tough, tough. Uh, Harbaugh, if they make it. No concerns at all. I... How much is this game going to change your mind? Let's say it's a one-possession game. Comes down that to would, the end. That would really that would change, change my mind. They're facing the best team in the NFL. Yeah. Even if it's a seven-point game, that would be impressive. And the Chiefs cover, but it's close. Yeah. Uh, last, last thing on this kind of Bengals, and I kind of mentioned it in passing yesterday, if Burrow wins this game and like does a 400-yard day, Four TDs or you know three three and one maybe three TDs and a pick but wins this game is he in the MVP conversation like legitimately right after no. the show Late. Joe G was texting me the exact same thing it's like he's thirty to one that's been his sweet spot he's hit a number of futures at thirty to one and he saw Burrow was thirty to one I say no because he's been outside of the conversation for fifteen weeks 
And now he's going to jump in and pass up Aaron Rodgers? He, he dipped his toe in mid-year and then didn't really, then went back. Then away. he had the finger injury. Then that bothered him for a couple of weeks, and he did next to nothing. And that Broncos game last week was brutal. Yeah. Brutal. So. so did Joe G end up taking it? I don't know. My suggestion was not to. Are you guys hearing MVP buzz on Burrow? I'm not. No. no. And there are two games. Left. I mostly hear it about Aaron Rodgers. It's all Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, so let's go there. NFL player futures. The rushing ones are done. Taylor has a 500-yard lead, and he's got a three-touchdown lead. The receiving ones are done. Cup has nearly a 300 receiving yards lead. He has a three-touchdown lead, but Evans is next. So don't even bother wasting any money with two games left. Now, the quarterback ones, the stat categories are interesting because I think they're up in the air. For touchdowns, we've got Tom Brady with 37, Stafford 36, Josh Allen 34. Now, Brady is out in front of the pack with yards at 4,580, but there are four quarterbacks that are less than 200 back, and they're all bunched up together between Herbert, Carr, Stafford, Mahomes. So it's almost a 200-yard lead, and Brady hasn't done anything, really, the last couple of weeks, and he's missing all his weapons. I don't know that he's going to be able to throw for 300 yards in either of these last two games. I like that one. But who? which of these three would you – Mahomes at plus 1,800, or who do you like? So I was looking at Herbert, and he's got Denver this week, so that's out. Fangio against Herbert, it's been really bad. Keep that in mind yeah. for the bets this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carr has Indy and the L.A. Chargers. That's a possibility, but don't love it. Mahomes has – what we've got uh Cincinnati and then who's the last one? Uh the Chiefs or the Bengals and the Broncos. So Fangio. So I don't want to do Mahomes. I don't okay. know about you guys. Stafford no. the play. Got the I think Baltimore I just, secondary this week. Yep. Just looking at that. So he's two forty two forty one behind. Can he put up behind. a burrow day? And what's the number? He's 14 to 1. Don't hate that. <laughs> Lion stink and all. Yeah, Lion stink. Hey, it's the regular season, right? Right. That Baltimore secondary, man. It's There's nobody. Terrible. You can't you can't even rip on them. They have no shot. So now we got Daryl Henderson on IR and Cam Akers might come back, so via does McVeigh want to figure out how healthy Acres is before you get to the postseason? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. That would worry me a little bit that maybe he goes a little run heavy. But if you're going to make a play for passing yards, you've got to go Stafford. And touchdowns too, right? He's one back. Good. And he's plus 120. Value's not there. But I, I take a look at the passing yards for sure. Uh, this is a BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, and Paul Aspen hanging out as well. Coming up next, take a look at the NBA card coming up this Tuesday night. I think there are a lot of opportunities for you to make some money. Uh, keep it locked. A BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.